How long do you think genuinely? I, I'm I'm gonna pull it up right now. How long do you think here it's been since our last episode was released? Yeah. Since July? It, it would have been it, that actually sounds right because it was a hot take. It was, one of, take it was for, the first hot um, take. Uh, uh it must have been too old. Did we no, do no, that no. one? No, we didn't. It was only love okay. and life. We only bitched about it to ourselves. <laughs> okay. And it grew to be a highlight for me. Um four months really? ago. I knew four, we talked about it. Um, um four months ago remember. it was on doesn't matter, some four months ago. It won't even why does it, why does the overview not tell me the date? Like you feel like that is one of the main pieces you of think. the overview. Yeah. How are we doing lately? A ton of ton of listeners, new subscribers. <laughs> I expect a bunch in the last four months. Actually, it is funny. The last the the last hit episode was our uh, Christmas episode last year, our Coldplay Christmas episode. Um, that that Maybe has two years most. ago. Didn't we skip? Did we miss Christmas? Did we? Did we? That was our last. That was our last big episode by by a long shot. Uh, what a great way to start an episode, by the way, is be like, man, how long was this is the last one? How are we doing, by the way, on analytics? Uh, how long has it been since the last one we did well on? <laughs> Welcome back to Radical Face R Us. It's been yeah. about four months since our last episode, um, and Oof. Nick just finally got back from Belize. Uh, if I remember yep, correctly, I've been in four months on vacation. Well, just part chilling. of it, part of it was was uh, the the uh, never mind. The bit's already gone. I had a fun. I thought I had what was going to be. That's how rusty it's been. That that the words couldn't it come out of my mouth. Rusty. To, to finish the sentence that I, that I was trying to do for you were going to say I was detained in Belize. No, I was going to say you were like a freedom fighter uh, in Belize. Oh, that's that even you were the, the the other half of it. But I was um I was trying to say something like you were going to like part of it was like the the uprising or the what what is the word um the coup. That's what I was looking for. The coup that you were staging is what I was trying. Are to Are you say. thinking of Colombia? No, well, I was making up a coup. Oh, okay. I, I, I wasn't trying to be historically <laughs> accurate. <laughs> I was like, I didn't go during wartime. <laughs> That's the point. You were, I didn't like, notice anything. <laughs> that was going to be a whole. Honestly, it probably would have been the best bit we've ever had on the pod. It probably would have. And I and I ruined it before yeah. we even got. And it I going. clearly was on the same page, which is what would have made it so so good. Oh yeah. Oh well, hey, you've it's got all of our sweet bits. <laughs> Some of those sweet sweet bits, they're back, baby. What you've been missing, it's finally here. Um, I'm JD. And I'm Nick, and uh, we're and and uh, we're here now. So welcome we're here. to here. Yeah. And if you're here for listening, this is this is what a standard intro to this pod looks like. The only very, difference very is that standard. there's no there's no unrelated anecdote to ease you into the the chaos that is this. No, nope, just um, straight into tasty bits. <laughs> uh, it has been four months since our last episode, and I genuinely think there are quite a few months between that one and the one the previous one um and i and i do think yeah, it's fair to say it's not been a banner year for us it hasn't, uh, it hasn't been you know it's been a, it's been an off year i do think next year will be better i think we're regrouping yeah. finally um and i and i think it is fair to say the the blame is to be shared between the whole production team hopefully between <laughs> yeah yes yeah i think for the long our next our next uh real episode that we need to be doing is uh basically kind of a b-side compilation radical face radical wrap, face, up. wrap up yes like just some, some, some of the songs that didn't work on albums and B-sides and stuff. And for the longest time, 
you wouldn't put the playlist together. <laughs> and then since then, I did not take the time to listen to the playlist enough to get mm-hmm. to know it. So it really was a healthy mix of. And you uh, want to know the really sad part is? You don't have the cuts made yet. Well, I don't. I definitely <laughs> don't have that. Oh yeah. Okay. It was the... all indecision. Hashtag Stephen Page. It so, was all. So I've had the list of like B sides together for so long, and a general idea of what I wanted that episode to look like, mm-hmm. and it was just making the cuts. And oh wow! So it was how to trim the fat, and because there's I don't know, yes, three four B sides that we're gonna cover, so uh-huh. like doing all of it would be a lot. So it was uh-huh. just like, oh, which one of this EP of three do I choose? Uh-huh. A couple decisions like that that held up the whole thing. <laughs> so so anyway, so yeah, we're back and we're going to celebrate being back by um, only talking about Radical Face for a little bit. <laughs> and yep. Talking about BNL for a little bit too. Um, and really just kind of easing our way back into podcasting and, and really oh, yeah. back into our audience. Really kind of, you know, you don't you don't just go straight in. Uh, to yeah, we don't want to give you whiplash, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, you've been gone for so long and what now we're going 100 on the freeway? Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. You got to, you got to. Just take go. our hands and we'll go yeah. for a little walk. You put your. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice fall day. The leaves are turning and falling and we're just oh, walking yeah. into the park together. It's peaceful. It's beautiful. it's beautiful. There are still some birds chirping. But not Until we talk about some In real flight. stinkers. <laughs> But first thing I want to do um, is a few weeks ago, (laughs) Nick and I both saw messages come in, a Facebook message come in to the Facebook page. Uh, And we both had different thoughts. Mine was someone's messaging their Radical Face RS Facebook page. That's Nick's main squeeze is Radical Face. He's going to answer it. And my understanding is your thought process was, oh, JD's the social media guy. He's the one uh-huh. on that stuff. He's going to take care of it. Yep. So that was how many weeks ago now? I'm pulling the message up. A few. And, 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 too and, long. And I'm laughing like this is so funny. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, September 12th. Oh, God. Uh, that's so oh, long ago. Hey there. I'm enjoying your podcast. This is a guy named Todd. Uh, several times you mentioned a podcast you listened to of an interview with Ben Cooper. What was the podcast? I'd love to listen to it as well. And then the oh. autoresponder. Hi, thanks for contacting us. We've received your message oh, and no. appreciate you. Wishing you. I feel horrible. My pleasure. Do you remember the Ben Cooper podcast that was referenced several times in your pod? I'm interested in listening to that also. Um, so first of all, Todd, thank you for listening. I think that's the most important part here. Um, Nick yes. is going to send you that episode. Because um, I, yeah. And it's it's behind a paywall. It might um, be but he's going. Paywall. He's going to give you his logins, uh, and his oh, social I don't know security that I have number it anymore. Is it not um, on Earwolf or CBB? It is on Earwolf. Uh, well, it's so, improv for humans. Well, there uh, you go. So Nick will give you his personal logins, um, and he'll throw in uh, his your own annual subscription. But the, uh, um, with the, 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 the platform that I listened to that on has said oh, Stitcher. Died. Stitcher's gone. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh shoot. Rest in power. Well, um, Nick is going to do the work to see if it's still available oh, for you. Yeah, um, I know that they have their own website now. Like they have their own. Thing. Wow, they're really living in the future, huh? Yeah. Uh, yep, with their own plan. So it might be there, but I'll uh, I'll find something and I'll respond to you. <laughs> and we're sorry it's been this long. Oh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm sorry on behalf of Nick. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a question directed at him. And so, I'm sorry on behalf of JD. Because I think you should have handled that and texted me and said, what's this? 
Well, hold what, on. What was this hold interview? On. The goal to say, <laughs> I think you should have handled that. <laughs> Not even like, I think we both should have been on that and seen that. I think you should have handled that. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, Todd, we're going to get you that information. Uh, mm-hmm. And then um, and nobody else. Nobody, yeah, so we don't have it right now. <laughs> um, but it was a comedy podcast, if I'm if I recall, right? I, it was, it yeah. was improv for humans. I know the yeah. podcast. I, yeah, if you searched those episodes, you could probably find it, but I'll get you a link. That would be even worse if you were just like, you can Google it and find it. <laughs> like, that was your answer. <laughs> Thanks so much for writing in, Todd. Gr- glad you're a fan. If you Google that question, you'll find what you're looking I for. I Googled Ben Cooper podcast, and it was definitely in the first 30 pages. So. I know. <laughs> I thought you were about to be a dick and be like, it is there if you find it, if you look for it. No, no, no. no. We've already been enough of a dick to Todd. (laughs) Well, let's do a real quick little recap then. How uh, have you been for the past few months? What's new that I don't know, even though we talk uh, relatively frequently? You want to know a weird like emotional issue that I had um, that I haven't told you? Um, Yes, please. I just asked a question and moved on. Uh, I, I used to tell people, uh, like within the past, we all know you only years. ask me questions so that you can answer them yourself. So <laughs> go ahead. That actually does fit my personality. Um, <laughs> about within the past three years, I would tell people like, it's cool that I, I, I love having a best friend of like 22 years, 23 years. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that's, especially for guys, I don't think me that's too. super common. And I said, like, uh, I said a couple of times, like, you know, we, we still text basically every day, like some sort yeah. of message about soccer, music, life, whatever. Something. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized within the past year, like, that's just not true anymore. And it's not like we don't talk at least once a week about something, yeah. right. You know, or like, even if we don't, if it's a couple of weeks, it's, you know, it's not like, oh, the, the relationship is fading. But I, when I realized I'm like, we don't text daily anymore. And a lot of that's my fault. I know that I'm bad at texting back more than I used to be. It was uh, kind of one too. of those little, wow, we're, we don't talk that much as much as we used to. Like I had a weird like moment about it. I've had that moment know. fairly recently too. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like, I don't know. We were talking the other day. It just feels like I don't really know what it is about this year in particular. Yeah. It's been a weird year. But it feels like it's been very busy for yes. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been For working so on the long? house. You've been doing yeah. crazy stuff with the house. I mean, I've moved and, you know, been had a lot of stuff with the kids, obviously. So, like, that is, that is, oh, sorry, I forgot. This is an episode of Nick and JD have a midlife crisis. Yep. Uh, welcome back. Um, so, an but, early life crisis. Early, thank sorry. you very much. <laughs> quarter life crisis. I'm in um, the prime of my goddamn life. So, Nick, in Nick has a quarter life and I have a midlife crisis. <laughs> I'm going out at 58. <laughs> Actually, that's not funny. Um, but no. <laughs> but no, like I yeah, I, I I think fairly, especially the past couple of months, like you came to the show in Detroit, and before yeah. that we didn't talk very much. It was but yeah, it was between the show at the Stray in GR and then at in Detroit. We barely yeah. talked in between those those two shows. Um and it was just yeah, and we'll text things, occasionally, you know? but we haven't caught, caught up, up, caught up, yeah. Caught up. Yeah. Uh but um but it doesn't it's like it's not we stopped a, playing Call of Duty. It, honestly that is a part of it it does feel weird to like not have well it's not even the, the cod part but it's the video we haven't played part. cod so long in that i no longer have a playstation live membership same genuinely same <laughs> that's a good point how are we gonna play it if we don't have that 
Because we talked I, about catching we'll up. Have we just, to, we'll have we'll to get have to just it. sit on the phone and talk. That's like weird. Normal people. Um, well, anyway. But so what what have you been up to? How have the past few months been for you? You know, busy. Work's been very busy. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, there's a... Well, hey, we announced today we're merging. So that's that's exciting. Um, you can finally tell the world. You've been waiting. You can finally long. tell the world. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about work more. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of stuff at the house. Had a couple of vacations that were nice. House I, I looks saw... very different. It, today is, been nice. um, is November 1st, so Halloween was last yes. night, and uh, yes. I took my twins to uh, my old neighborhood yeah. where I grew up, and then Nick's old neighborhood, and we stopped at his parents' house and like trick-or-treated with the twins, and then uh, Nick was lit- was actually in Belize for the past week, yeah. and uh, his parents and I bonded over how much we were pissed off that he and his girlfriend were in Belize. <laughs> we were both like, it's stupid, right? Like He doesn't need to be in Belize. <laughs> Not for any actual reason. Fair. We're just like, this, is, this is stupid. He doesn't need to be there. <laughs> That's really cool. But no, so how are you, how have you been? Uh pretty good. You know, same, busy. Um, I yeah. I, I it's so funny because one of the most frustrating things about uh parenthood is that it, it one of the tropes that has absolutely become true is that your kids are obviously like your entire life. So mm-hmm. they're really the only anecdotes you have. And you also learn pretty quickly that like no one gives a shit about any anecdote that you have besides like your immediate core people. Right. And even they are kind of like, we get it. You have kids and they do events. They have things that happen. <laughs> and so like any, any like how, what's going on in life right now? It's always, almost always related to them. Yeah. So I can be like, oh, it's great. Nash and Harry did blah, blah, blah. People are like, great. What else is happening besides children? Nothing. Like, you know, so, so in actuality, I mean, yeah. Well, we will we'll at least take a you break. have that because there's a lot of people ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, work's been fun. Yeah. The house, <laughs> hanging out. I, I was, I don't want to talk too much about because we do have uh, an interview with King Inc. coming up soon about their new EP. So I don't want to spoil Ooh. that too much. But, um, yeah, we got a. We, we got really a big, big one for you later. Yeah. But uh no, other than that, I mean, yeah, things things have been good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Uh I'm ready to talk to music. Yeah. I'm re- I was actually very excited to to do this. I mean, I know that Me we too. are always are, but the, the nice thing about a break, the one nice thing is that it just is that much for more refreshing when you get back to it. So well, exactly. hey, here's here's our A block today. We've got an interview with King Inc. about their new EP, uh mythical holy good guy which big is super exciting us. big get, big, get big get. Us. it took a lot of pull to get here <laughs> um and then we're gonna do uh I, do you want to do you want to talk about in flight first or do you want to talk about um uh, a light in the woods i was thinking in flight but let's do a light in the woods okay this cool is radical face are us yeah yeah so we'll, we'll stick with some radical face <laughs> uh we'll do radical face we're going to talk about uh, uh their new project a light in the woods book one has finally been released after really over a year or so of work and then oh, um yeah. uh yeah then even that's probably an understatement and then we'll talk about a um n- neither fresh Why nor hot take uh on the new bare naked ladies album uh in flight and uh maybe we'll have some cold play news there's not really much here 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 it is they've been touring and there's no real legitimate news on their new music except for uh the cold playing i believe fan club uh, before the past US leg launched, mm-hmm. they had a little meet and greet or like a fan meetup. Uh, and Chris actually showed up. Did you did I ever tell you about any of this? No. Yeah. So it was in, I think it was in Seattle. Or Seattle, probably, but I'm pretty sure Seattle. They had like a little fan cold playing fan club meet and greet at like this little cafe or restaurant. And then Chris showed up 
to the meet to the meet and greet, which wow. or the the fan club meeting. And it was, I mean, I would have just lost my mind if he just, you yeah, know, you just, the guy that you're all there, one of the four guys, As anyone would, right? Hello, hey, how's it going? It's me, Chris Martin. And um, all they did was talk shit about um, Old Sourpuss for like an hour. They were just like, you know who sucks? You know, Chris, no, not really. But <laughs> that'd be great if Chris is like, I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you guys. <laughs> you, Ron, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's there with them. He points back there. <laughs> um, no, but, but the one thing that uh, he did apparently say was that, um, the new album should be out. Music of the Series Part Two should be out in May, uh, I believe, is what he okay. said. But also, he also has said so many things that have never come true. Like every album, <laughs> for the past four albums is their last album. It'll so be out soon. Yeah. So I believe, as far as as far as legitimate Coldplay news, that's about rumor milly. As far as it goes, is that um, there have been and the, at the live shows this past year, they played a cup like a kind of a clip a remix of one of the songs allegedly on the new album. Okay. Uh, kind of like in like the little techno dance part where Chris wore those masks, or you know, the band wore those masks. Mm, wore those um, weird, creepy puppet yeah. masks, like the Muppets. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The helmets, not the puppets, but the helmets. Oh, the okay. Hel- yeah, okay. Yeah. Helmets were um, cool. The, yes. Uh, uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's really about it as far as like rumor mill stuff that goes that holds any weight to it. Oh, man. Um, so that's Coldplay. Nice. I haven't there thought about go. too much them since they gave me COVID. That is where you got it. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. That's the weirdest part. We made out after the show out of just, you know, sheer joy. All the and way home. <laughs> as <laughs> as we were switching driving too. And we switched halfway through because I was getting it tired. Was not safe. <laughs> For work. <laughs> um, all right. Well, hey, we've got um a really special guest here. We've got Ken Inc. themselves. Uh we're here to promote their new EP, Mythical Holy Good Guy. Um yeah, welcome to the pod. We're very excited to have you here. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. So, uh, well, it's the, tell us about the new EP. It's it's great. It's here. It's called Mythical Holy Good Guy. Um, how many songs are on that EP? Yeah, we went to your show a couple weeks ago. Thank you. Um, there are there are uh, seven seven songs. Seven songs. Wow. And how 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 long did that That's take? That's a pretty to... healthy EP. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it? It sounds like. The way that we're both answering sounds like one of our tracks is delayed and we're both just having different responses to the answers. Well, I hope that comes out in post. <laughs> and and so seven songs is that how many songs is that on either side of the record? Is that four on the A side and three on the it's it's it's, it's a digital. So there's no there's no uh, there's there's no sides to the digital. So you couldn't get in that vinyl market. That production. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah that's, we, that's we can understand that and appreciate so, that. Um, so this is you know your second EP, and uh, tell tell us about the the writing difference. You know, was there a different different approach you took to the writing this time around? Or yes. Oh yeah, what was that? What was that just a lot different? Kind of what I wanted to do this time, and I um, <clears throat> I, uh, I kind of had a theme. A theme. Wow. Yeah. To what I was trying to write about this time. So. But the, okay, well, what was that theme? It's just you know, mental health and uh, like divorce and like kids. So that, that's wow, that's powerful. Oof, that's really cool. That's yeah. very tough. That's a yeah, lot to really go through, uh, <laughs> especially for just one person. <laughs> Is there something you find funny about about the song? There's, there's humor in them and uh, some dark stuff, but there's some really light stuff too. Um, wow, that's really yeah, that's really that, cool. That's that great. tracks with a lot of the stuff we listen to and talk about. There's you know it's um, dark, gotta, but there's humor in it. That's, your, that's very cool. Shut up, shut up, shut up. What's your favorite song? Oh, 
What's your favorite song of the EP? My favorite uh, song of the EP. Wow. Well, I'll let Nick answer first. Nick, what are your what are your top three? What are your top three favorite songs? My of top the EP? three. Well, it's <laughs> it's got to be the Dream Hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it called? Uh, why the fuck would I ask you about um, uh, the American Ladies album? I'm guess. I, I, yeah. I mean, you're right. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. But now that you say that, I am remembering. It was uh It was uh, paddleboard breakup. That was really fantastic. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, speaking of paddleboard breakup, which is not the answer, the where where, where the title of the EP? What was from? the answer? Well, it was. I, I'm pretty sure if I can if I can interpret uh, what what I believe King Ink is trying to say was ask you what your favorite songs on the King Ink EP were. Oh, and yeah. You yeah, answered about bare naked ladies, <laughs> and then something called paddleboard breakup, which I believe is a Ben Fold song, but is irrelevant yeah, but that's to this what we're conversation. Talking about, right? Nope. Mythical holy good guy. <laughs> I'm King Ink. It's not been full. I think uh, permanent residence is the third place. Second place. Second place. That, well, oh, we went through this, but we can. What was the vampires one? The vampire weekend song. It's not keep God Quasa for twelve minutes. <laughs> but I forget. Is the vampires you, one actually can, the one with the vampire? Can you, can you hear? Influence? Can you hear it at all? Can you hear yeah, the words I'm saying? Okay, because I'm like I don't know if anyone else is gonna hear it. So I don't know if you could tell, and I know that you're on camera, so you maybe you could, and it'd be hard if you couldn't. That was actually me doing both voices. I was interviewing myself. Oh, what? As part of that the whole time. Um, That's crazy. I thought he just didn't want to turn his camera on. Yeah. <laughs> there was a third question mark, not even a silhouette, just a question mark above it. Um, yeah, but uh, to actually, to, in reality, my other, well, I mean, I, well, I wanted to just do the entire interview again. Mm-hmm. Second EP under King Inc. Uh, Mythical Holy Good Guy did come out, and it's been a lot of fun because I've played um, a few shows now. I got another one tomorrow night, uh, which, yeah, I didn't tell you. I, I, I've texted you about it now, but it was really funny. It was last Tuesday. I got a call from um, our, the Booker producer guy that, that we work with. And he yeah. was like, hey, do you want to play with uh, Susto and Brother Elsie? Uh, next next thursday and i was like uh sure he goes all right you're booked and i was like okay cool. oh he was like they were thinking cool. of adding a local uh um opener flavor yeah a local flavor to it uh and they're both really cool uh so i i had, I had heard of um brother elsie i'd heard some of their stuff and um susto i was mildly familiar with but i kind of like dove into their stuff a little bit more and i was like oh yeah this is gonna be a fun show so that's fun awesome, a little, little, little more like subdued vibe um musically kind of like chill like okay. kind of folky stuff but i think i honestly okay. think you honestly they both sound like bands that you would introduce me to that that you'd go i really like this stuff you should take a li- listen to it so okay i do think you should take a listen um i but, had not heard of either of them i saw it on facebook a couple days ago and meant uh, to text you um but didn't um and <laughs> I always think of Wilco as probably one of the best or one of like the quickest, easiest comparisons, yeah. um, you know, with some of like their uh, rock, harder yeah, the, rock stuff. The and dude from theirs. Parks and Rec. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, you see, you see that, that concert <laughs> they did for little Sebastian, that band. No, I think, like, you know, some of their acoustic driven stuff. I think there's, there's some comparisons there musically. Um, God, there was another band that I started using as a comparison musically uh, besides them. I'm blanking on who who it is, but you know, it's all mountain goats. No, it wasn't mountain goats. Uh, 
I, thank you very much. Well, I can't I believe you. you brought I them up you. already. You already brought them up. Um, I do every but, time. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of I still say like alternative rock. Like it's most of it's pretty up tempo. Um, even the the you know the acoustic driven songs are still pretty upbeat um, or fast and stuff. So it's 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 kind of like not quite pop rock, but like um, accessible. It's I'm not trying to be a weird indie yoo-hoo, you know, like. <laughs> Uh, it's like it's, a mix of everything cool no like i wanted it to be like i love i love no, good I pop rock that, no i no, no no i'm just saying like you know i love good alternative pop rock i like i like black keys like yeah sometimes they've they've done the thing where they kind of like dip a little too far into commercial pop rock mm-hmm. or like commercial rock mm-hmm. but you think of a song like and i'm not comparing myself to this at all but like um lonely boy or gold on the ceiling where it's just a straightforward structured rock song Yep. And I'm like, that's it just fucking rocks. Like it's so, you know, so it's not the best comparison, but like I'm not trying to have weird structured stuff. I'm like, I'm not good at writing that kind of stuff, but also I like just fun, straightforward, four minute hey, rock songs. You're not trying stuff, to read so. about the wheel. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know how to. I don't know how to build a wheel. I have a film degree. Yeah. So um Much so less yeah, so I gotta play <laughs> so I did uh, you know, play a show in Grand Rapids, had one in Detroit a couple weeks ago. Um, which we'll talk a little bit about later when we get to our recs and then um, uh, have another one. Yeah. This week at the parent scheme, but obviously those shows are going to be done, but it is of course on Bandcamp and iTunes and Spotify. um, And you can go listen. And if you feel so inclined, you can pay money for it, which of course you don't have to do, but you could, and you can get t-shirts and stuff like that. So anyway, that's all I'll say about that for now. Um, so let's move on to a uh, radical face. And this is where the little jingle would come in. Radical face R us. We definitely remember how long it's been <laughs> and what that intro sounds like. So I will, I will hand the reins over <laughs> to you for this train. one. Um, but radical faces new project has finally been launched and yeah, uh, take it away. Baby many, boy. many years in the works. Uh, Started work on it back in 2018, he writes. Um, he finally dropped the first of seven or first of six. I do not remember if he said five six. more. Yeah, I think five more is what I saw. Five, yeah, five more. So six books uh, is what he is calling them that are going to be released on YouTube. Uh, so it's a huge item, novel combination of his favorite three mediums writing painting and music into a single project so it's a story that has a visual piece it's like my guy described it to you as kind of like a indie video game in yeah. the art style especially in the yeah yeah, yeah. in Absolutely. the most loving way um you said it with a tone though yeah like it's like a, fucking like a indie, video, indie video game um so it's a story that comes along with i didn't it's a m- movie. I, I think I, I keep going. I keep trying to call it a book because I feel like I've heard yeah. him say that, but then I get caught up in saying that. He, um, uh, I I think he's he compared it to something like a mix of like an audio book and a TV show or something yes. like that. Yes, a, yeah. that's a that's a good way to put it. Um, that all is accompanied by music, so it's mostly like you know background music, yeah, like some light piano, but then. This first uh, video was 38 minutes long and had three songs in it that it transitioned into. Yeah. Um, so the EP that came out on Spotify only has three songs. 
Um, and he dropped this first, saying that it would be, you know, kind of weird if the the elements are much harder to separate and they don't necessarily work yeah. as well. And he really separated he, he, on social media. He was like Instagram stuff. He was really pushing like, I really recommend watching the the piece, yes. not just listening to the songs. Like it'll right. make a lot more sense if you do that. And completely agreed. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was very, very cool. I had no idea what to expect. Uh-huh. I definitely didn't expect a 40 minute piece. Yeah. When it I dropped. Agree. Yeah. Um, I did not. I mean, he he put out a teaser a little bit before, mm-hmm. um. So I think we knew that there'd be some video accompaniment, like some sort of okay. Well, this is not just going to be music, right? But I still didn't have a good sense of what it would be, um. But yeah, he like live streamed it the night before, and so we were both watching, uh. And that was you know kind of cool to watch it live, yeah. um. And yeah, I it was very cool. How did you feel about it? Good. I was like, I, I knew you were going to ask that, but I'm like, that sentence sounded so like it ended. Final. So, like, final. Ready for like, in-flight? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I echo a lot of what you just said about like, I definitely, um, I definitely did not expect it to be as long as it was. Cause like uh, CJ and I were like sitting on the couch, like, Oh, I, I called you like five minutes before. And I was yeah. like, Hey, uh, that radical face starts in five minutes. And we are cause and you're like, oh, I almost forgot. And I was like, I did too until I saw something on Instagram like two minutes ago. Um, so yeah, it was very much like we buckled in and uh, just started watching it. And I mm-hmm. I don't know why. I had it in my head to be maybe six to 10 minutes. Yeah. And I just kept going and kept going. And I was like, at one point, I was like, it's been 30 minutes and we're still doesn't feel yeah. like it's almost done. Because um, it was a live premiere. So we didn't have it. A, a, yeah, when we exactly. started, we did not know how long right. it was going to be right. too. Exactly. Mm. So yeah, so I, I agree, but I think uh, I really enjoyed it. I I felt very uh, calmed by the whole piece because I think it's got to be yeah. Ben's voice narrating it. Right? It is. Yeah. Yep. So great calming voice. Um, so far, I would say relatively standard story beats. Um, you know, sure. On like unique character is or like almost like harry potterish right yeah. taken away from where you were raised in this community that you're not part you know he's raised with the muggles and then this is where it kind of just that one part of it not the rest of yeah. it but then basically feels called to venture something out else. on your own for yeah. something else and starts that journey right like that's that's very like heroes arcs you know sort of yeah. stuff um but uh but i don't mean that in a bad way i just mean like you know i feel like from here on out, I'm really interested to see where things go because that's like the setup, right? You set the story up. Okay, now what's yes. going to happen? Um, and so, chapter one was very much set up. Yes. Not to be too okay. spoiler. No, that's what happens. It kind of sets though. up that's... the whole universe. And yeah. then that's a good point. And it's right really before you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're, it's very world building too. You're getting a sense yes. for what the world yes. is like. Um, but I got to say, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I still... Well, no, I would say also all the positive things first. Um, I thought it was really fun, especially in comparison to what we've talked about before with my mm-hmm. issues with radical faces and stuff. Um, from my perspective on it, it feels a lot different coming in on the ground floor and starting from yep. the beginning with it. I yep. also think it's going to be a massive difference that this is telling one story, that this is not a bunch, at least so far, like 
you know, 80 different interconnected stories with one kind of skeleton or a tree root, tree, mm-hmm. tree trunk. It's this character story. Let's see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, but it's one, it's one, you know, we're following one character here. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was beautiful. I thought the visuals were great. Like I said, I thought his storytelling was really, was really gentle. His voice is really gentle. Um, and I just think it's, a, and I, I don't mean this in a, a diminutive sense. It's cute. Like it's really, yeah. like it really pulls you in. Um, I think my biggest, and you know, with this and um, in flight, I think this is our decision. We're not going to go mm-hmm. like track by track. We're going to talk about it a little more, or are yeah. we going to go track by track? Or maybe either um, way, we can go quickly through. I do not have many thoughts on all the tracks, so I don't want to yeah. go. Well, I, mean, I, I can get, I, yeah. maybe maybe in in flight we'll do it a bit differently. But I think my my biggest critique of the whole project is that so far, musically, there's not a lot of evolvement. Um, from anything else previously. To me, it sounds, the okay. music yep. sounds a lot like Family Tree. Um, and sure. I think there's some really cool things. I, I think it's the second track of the three. I forget the name of it. Um, the beginning of the second track. It has that really cool sound that I was like, holy yeah. shit. This is yeah, that's really cool. Than, yeah. Um, and I think the very first song is a really cool thing with the snare drum, where it sounds like that creaking, where he kind of yeah. it sounds like he almost just drops the drumstick out, like that. Like there's, you know, like I yeah. think that's really cool. It's like a falling down the stairs. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but I do still feel like musically the vibe as a whole is not very. It's not very. It's, it feels well trodden to me by for Ben. Yeah. Um, and so. I don't go, whoa, this is new. There, there are those moments in all of them that are kind of cool. Um, so I musically, I don't think it's a huge evolution. And I still think um, that he's going to have, it's the project is going to have the issue of the songs don't stand by themselves. And he's made it very clear that that's they're not ha- meant to. They're not meant to. And so that's yep. totally fun. Like, that's not yeah. really a problem. Um, it will be for the average listener. You know, someone going, oh, New Radical Base is the guy who did Ghost. But that's not what he's going for here. That's not the intent. And so I don't think that's right. really an issue here. Um, yeah. So I, so I was really I will impressed. say the beginning of this, I again, I didn't really know what to expect. And I, you know, I've only known his music. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of expecting it to be more of that. Right. And I was surprised there were only so three songs in 40 minutes. I was very eager for it to get there. And then when the first song came... I was in my head thinking, well, this is very specific to the story. And like a lot of the stuff that he <laughs> right. had issues yes. with, I feel like yes. clicked in a way for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to have that issue with this. Yes. If I try and yes. listen to this outside of this, I know it. Well, and I think and, like that really is going to, I, I would say both fortunately and unfortunately be yeah. the key to this project is that right. is remembering that these songs are tied to this entire multimedium right. thing. And right. I think that is both really unique and very limiting. Yeah. Um, this is like right. the definition of a passion project. Cause and, even like the second one, I think it starts off really good and yeah. I love the beginning, the bass intro, I think is like very 
different for him. And so like, I yes. agree it, yeah. it ultimately ended in a different or in a not same Z place, but you know, a similar right. place. But when that started, I had a lot of hope. Um, but I think the first half of that song, I was thinking, okay, this is pretty general enough, you know, yeah. you know, Oh, I'm called to do something else, whatever, you know, right. but then it, the second half of it kind of translates again back to that. Okay. Well, this is pretty story centric. Yeah. Um, so I think there are a couple of them that have elements where you're like, okay, this can be pretty yeah. a couple of cool lines. in the third one, uh, when he's like writing in his journal, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember the line about the sky, but I liked it a lot. Um, no, but I, but, I know yeah. what you're saying though, that like, yeah. and, and I'll say this too. And it's now it's, so you've talked about the mountain goat. So I feel like it's fair for me to do this. Um, their new album just came out, uh, last weekend, I believe the 26th and it is like, this could be a whole long conversation, but it is uh, mm-hmm. called Jenny, Fr- Jenny from Thebes, Jenny of Thebes, Jenny from Thebes. Um, and they're Jenny from Thebes. And there's a song on their 2001 album, all hail West Texas called Jenny, which is one of their more famous, um, kind of, uh, lo-fi songs, uh, okay. And it's be- it's and it's got a character name. It's obviously got a character named Jenny, and it's a beautiful song. Like it's one it's one of my favorites. When I last saw them play it, got super teared up. Means a lot to me. And then there's a couple other songs that reference this character Jenny, like one from like 11 years ago, where he it literally just one line, um, got a call, whatever. Possibly Jenny's he- or Jenny called me the other day. Possibly she's possibly heading east. Like little lines here or there, and okay. he just has these little. He does that a lot with characters where he just has these little through lines, right? Of like. Oh, this character, you like, know. Oh, the, they're back. Yeah, yeah. And and like there's the alpha. So there's um Tallahassee, the album. Oh my god, all, all Hail West Texas came out in 2002. Man, or no. Wow. 2002. Man, my dates are off. I needed to do that for my own sanity because I said 2000. I'm like, that doesn't feel right. Um, anyway, the album Tallahassee that has like no children and stuff, yeah. all of those songs are about the same characters. Um, but you know, in, in his later years, John has been very like not very nostalgic and always moving forward and stuff. So then out of nowhere they announced this new album he's like this album is about jenny every song on this album is her story and we're all like what the what? fuck <laughs> like not only is it about one of our favorite characters yeah you're going back and he's like yeah. it's a rock opera and it's the story of jenny and we're all like what the fuck this is am-. like it's both crazy and well, it's both not what you expected and yeah and so i had that same concern oh i think we all did of like especially when you call it a rock opera you know like concept yeah. album rock opera like, there's right, this concern of like, <laughs> exactly that's what every comment was on the facebook post um <laughs> there's this the, my my concern and question was like are these songs going to stand on the like am i going to be able to go and pick one to listen to or yeah. is it going to be like oh these songs only work in the context of this album and i right. feel thankfully they stand on their own well like I keep wanting to listen to them in the context of the album because the album is fucking amazing, but I feel like I can go back and like, Oh, I want to listen to this one. And it works as its own little thing. Um, And it can be okay if it doesn't, you know, totally. Sometimes a project has enough value on its own, but you as a listener want to be able to come back to it and not necessarily have to do the whole thing every time in this age and i don't mean this in like a boomer way or like a gen x way but like we want to be able to take a thing and yeah. put it on a playlist or add it to a mix or something like that yeah. and especially this project i don't think you're going to be able i mean the, the third song is like eight minutes long like yeah i love long songs but like you're not going to be able to go oh this is a really cool what's my top three radical face songs and like just right. play it for somebody you know 
You're yeah. not going to be able to like put the headphones on the girl in the elevator, like reverse, uh, listen little, or reverse. Listen um, to this. What, what movie is that? Yeah, reverse hundred days of summer. Yeah, there you go. Um, or yeah, reverse Garden State. There we go. But but anyway, so like, I think the way that I'm trying to remember remind myself to look at it, like you just said, is like think of it exclusively in yeah. the context of the project and take it from there. Yeah. And I was able to turn it around and I, like, I really appreciate what it's very cool. What he did. Um, I watched it again today and prep for this and enjoyed it again. Oh, well, yeah. um, is yeah, there, I'm excited no re- to see what comes next. And there's no, on that note, there's no release date for book two yet. Right? I do not think so. No, I don't blame him because these things are going to be meticulously long to make these videos. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I I agree. Yeah. I'm excited to see what comes next. I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm interested to see if every book is 30 to 40 minutes or, you know, around that length or if that was yeah. just the setup one, but should be good. Um should be so good. the last thing I'll say on it as I'm finding right now, um the website is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Check out the website. He posted a link yeah. to it in the live stream. Yeah. But I the it was like right at the end and the live stream ended. And I like refreshed and lost uh-huh. it. And then when I like in the record, couldn't find it again. Mm-hmm. So I missed the dot net. I was trying dot com and so oh, couldn't find it. Got it. So I just saw the link that he posted later. Um, in there it says book two coming soon. No specific date. Got it. Um, got it. Has it get notified? Um, but yeah, check out the website, a light in the woods.net. It is very cool. Beautiful. Love it. All right, let's move on to the main event. Well, that's not true. Let's do the other main event, the co-headliner. Yeah. Let's say, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, we are finally your, ready. Your classic concert. Yeah, there you go. Medical face. <laughs> your um, our our conversation of bare naked ladies is oh, what is it? Their twenty first or something crazy like that. Jesus. Uh, I had it up here just a second ago. I thought, um, BNL's. Uh, where did they just have it? I had it here a second ago. Oh, it doesn't matter though. It does. At the end of the day, their fourteenth. Wow, I was way off. Their fourteenth studio <laughs> album. In yeah, flight. That sounds more right. Um, I was gonna be blown away there for a second. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's that. Um, Jenny from Thebes is like that. Mountain Goats is like twentieth or something like that. Okay, or sixteen. I bet maybe. they could be pretty damn close to twenty if you include. Which you should. A lot of the yeah, other stuff. It's, Jenny from Thebes is the twenty-second studio album by Indie Folk Band, the Mountain Goats. Yep. Um, so here's what I want to do first for, for in, in flight. It came out mm-hmm. in September, um, 14th album. I want to read you, uh, this review from a fan. Okay. So this is an album. So there's a album review from riff magazine in San Francisco. I believe it's in San Francisco. They have a, an award from the press club there, but there's an album review. Beer naked ladies looked at life's latter stages, uh, on in flight and they have their, um, Mike, What's his name? Mike DeWald gives a review on the album. And then at the bottom here in the comments, right? You know, remember how I used to comment on news articles? Yeah. Uh, a, a gentleman by the name of, oh, by the name of oh, Gangnam Style, um, left a review um, about a week later. Okay. And Norm says, Norm, I'm sorry, that's his name, uh, says, this album shows a musical maturity so distant from their goofy debut album. The band clearly knows that fame is fleeting and musical tastes for the public has veered downward in every sense of the word. The dumbing down of America has crept into Canadian culture to a great extent. Lyrically, BNL have always been above the pack almost from the start. 
I feel <laughs> In Flight is an album that won't spawn hit tunes, and that's probably what's good about it. They aren't trying to act like hungry crowd pleasers, but still deliver the goods in so many tasty ways. This is an album you can play from start to finish and enjoy the entire trip. The range of styles is impressive and still has that B&L thing going on throughout. I don't think anyone can say this album wasn't put together with love and passion. Production values are great too. For anyone who's sick and tired of overproduced, auto-tune-laden music, In Flight is another great album. You can chill out to and not have your nerves rattled by unnatural vocals and pounding subsonic bass lines. The band did another good job. <laughs> so I think we should move on to any recommendations that we have to I do. I think that about sums <laughs> it up. Um, that was, yeah, that was Norm's review, and I have nothing but respect uh, for Norm's opinion on that. Uh, you had a guess at Norm's age over there? You know what? I'm not going to, besides the fact that his name is Norm. I feel like that's a telling thing, and I don't even mean that rudely. I just mean like, I don't know <laughs> anybody named Norm under a certain age. Um, yeah. That that's basically fair. says it. I will also say that my views differ from Norm's. And I that's mean, also okay. What was the second sentence in there? The second sentence in there was Mike DeWald is a Northern California. No, sorry, wrong one. No. Um, the band clearly knows that fame is fleeting and musical taste for the public has a veered downward uh, in every sense the of the one, word. Then? This album shows a musical maturity so distant from their goofy debut album. I think it's the third one. The Where dumbing down of America old? has. What's that? Where they talk about getting older. In their songs, you mean? In them. There's nothing about getting older in this oh. review. I thought there was something about them later and I don't know. This is going well. Um, yep. There, no, the Demi of America has crept into Canadian culture. The fact about they're trying to be hungry crowd pleasers. This is No, there's nothing about getting older here. Okay. I still love the dumbing down of America has crept into Canadian culture to a great extent. I, I, I don't love, and I don't necessarily disagree with, but I don't love the implication that it's our fault. The dumbing <laughs> down of America has crept into Canadian culture to a great extent. Like, y'all can have your Americans own thing going on, making too. Making us stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, he might not be wrong in, in any I mean, way, but also... not wrong <laughs> for doing it to everybody. Like, but, you guys have people, you know. too, that you can blame. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, in flight, um, 14th album, I've said that a few times now, the mm-hmm. album covers got the four boys, uh, on a pier, uh, with different versions of, uh, little dessert treats. I would say, uh, Jim looks like he's either finishes up or is abstaining, uh, Ed's feeding it to the seagulls. <laughs> um, I don't think Ty knows they're taking a picture and nope. Kev has his in his hand. Uh, I think he's like. Kev has this look of like um, he looks so. He does look a little over it, but I'm not still happy to be there. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think it's that he just wants the ice cream. That's how I'm I, interpreting. I it. think it's on purpose, and I think it's funny. <laughs> but he definitely has that look. He does have a look of I don't like. Is this when are we done? Mm-hmm. But he does also. I would argue have the coolest shirt of the bunch. Oh yeah. I want to see you in that shirt. Like at right. at a public event. Let's make it happen. 
not because it's a bad shirt, because I genuinely think it's the best of the shirt, but I best of the bunch. But I don't think but you it's would not wear a that style shirt. that I would uh, traditionally. It's the kind of style down. that you would like. You would like ease into over a few years, right? Like you get yeah. to that point where that's like kind of your style. So yeah. for you to just w- start wearing that would be so much fun. <laughs> okay, so. Um, you know, the first taste of this, they were playing a few songs live over the summer tour and kept talking about their new album coming out with no real news about it. Um, and then Love and Life came out as a single, which we talked about. And then they had um Too Old come out as a as another mm-hmm. release before. And then it was here in September. Was there one songs. more single? Oh yeah, one night. They did have one, one night, night come out, yeah. Um, which was maybe two or three weeks, I think, before the album came out. Um 14 songs. Um, besides the two exclusive on vinyl, which I don't think either of us actually got this time. Um, nope. Pretty steady mix of, or pretty standard mix, I should well, say. They wouldn't of, have it now anyways. It's, it's Yeah, it hasn't even come out. Yeah, I think they're just starting to ship it pretty soon here now. It's a pre-order um, for October 23rd, and their website still says that. Oh, geez. But I will, I mean, in their defense, <laughs> I know the National did the same thing with Laugh Track. Like, yeah. that vinyl still hasn't shipped yet. Um, but uh, pretty steady mix of, you know, same same amounts of Ed songs versus Kev versus uh, mm-hmm. um, Jim uh, and Ty. Yeah, really pretty healthy <laughs> mix. Yeah, pretty healthy mix. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, let's kind of give some <laughs> bird's eye view uh, thoughts and maybe dive a little bit into it from there. But do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Bird's eye view. Uh huh. It doesn't even have a Wikipedia page yet. That was surprising. And, I, I saw that earlier too. You know, fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I went into this album with very low expectations. I think uh-huh. pretty much what we said on Love and Life. You know, yeah. it is at the point in their career where I'm happy to see them having fun. I'm happy to get new things. I will hope for a couple gems in an album, and I'm not expecting much more than that. And I feel like that's kind of what we got. A couple gems may be a little nice. Yeah. I don't think there's anything in here that I am completely over the moon for. Yeah. I, on repeat listens, have sometimes found it a little hard to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. uh-huh um there is a lot in here that i feel like i really don't mind the music and i don't love the lyrics uh-huh um there's a couple in here that in the most loving way um feel like kev solo songs rather than kev bnl songs i don't think that's necessarily an insult though no more m- maybe like they don't belong they don't feel like they yeah. belong yeah uh, I think Jim's songs are the highlights for me. Um, a lot of Ed's stuff, I think, is fairly samey. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like Waning Moon a lot. I think that's probably my favorite Ed song. Uh, let's do well, let's do a favorite and a least favorite. So don't don't okay. spoil too much for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and we can do, and we can because we're not going to go super track by track. They will be non-point yeah. counting. Uh, favorite, favorite. Why don't Why don't you go and give your over overview before I? Sure, we go. We go, we go further. Track yeah, specifics. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I tend to agree with basically everything that you said. Um, 
I am in general in life trying to accept a trying to uh, uh, involve a bit more of a Ted Lasso uh, mm-hmm. uh, outlook on life and trying to just find more positives in things in general. And if there are things I dislike, not harp on it too much. Um, but I do agree that um, there is not a lot that I want to t- that I'm going to carry with me from this album. Yeah. Um, I think. I I think one of the things that you said about, well, I don't even know. I think that I think the the biggest travesty to me, and that even that word is obviously dramatic, is that <laughs> the things that are the the highlights about it to me, yeah, similar to what I said about Radical Face earlier, are well trodden ground for them. The songs yeah. that I like the most, they've done yep. better before. And yep. that pulls away from the quality, to, or that that pulls away from the um, a special the specialness to yeah. me. And like, so, oh, this is the Canada Drive of this album, just exactly, exactly. Um, or this is the Man Made Lake of this album. Yep. And and so I think that's make maybe what makes me the most disappointed is that like there again there are some good songs in here. There's some good songwriting, but they've done it before, and they've done it better before. And so I go why we'll do song by song not song by song, we'll do some specific songs you know like why would i listen to this when i could go listen to this which i enjoy more and already yeah. have a connection to i think so in that vein too it's I'm sorry um, oh, it's almost the third song i feel like they have such varied hits in style they have a lot of you know different high points and i think for me this is a third album in a row where the high points are all the same type of song. Yeah. The oh, Canada absolutely. Dry, Man made like, and then like you said, it's like, okay, well, well I also think the same type of thing. I, I also really think that this album is structured so similarly Poorly. to what's that boring? Poorly. Poorly. Well, sure. I, I wouldn't disagree, honestly, because it, it's, it's structured so similarly to um the Trois de Foix because mm-hmm. you've got on this album, you've got, Love and Life and One Night, mm-hmm. uh, which are the two quote unquote big hits from it, or the lead singles, really. Um, yeah. And then everything else. Like, I mean, yeah. really, to put it that way, everything else. And then on everything um, else in a sequence that, again, doesn't matter to them and to them enough that they resequence it for the vinyl exclusives to just right. jam a man on the sides that fit. Yeah. Yep. Seemingly. Yeah. And then you've got, and then, uh, and then to, to kind of take it a bit more. You've got enough time, which is an Ed song or a Kev song, and then mm-hmm. four. You've got what do we need, which has been the next like since the album came out, kind of like not the single, but like they did a video for it, and that's when they've been pushing. And yep. then partway down, you've got fifty for a while, which is kind of the silly country song. And then if you go back to um, uh, De Trois de Foix, you've got Flip and Good Life, which were the two mm-hmm. big singles, and then you've got New Disaster and Big Backyard. Which was a kind of a singleish thing and a Kev song, and then yep. partway down at track eight, you've got Roll Out, which was their kind of like we're cool dad song, yeah. and so and you know so it's like it really is pretty. And then in the you know I don't want to genuinely I'm not saying this, but like everything around it is not filler, and that's what I'm trying not to say. But like yeah. is all of the other stuff, yeah. So they're structured similarly, um, but. But yeah, I, I I just think everything that they've done on everything that they've done they did on here, they've done better before. And I think two things I would say, three things I'd say. One, I agree with you about Kev's songs. 
Kev's songs stick out like sore thumbs. And I think with some of them, I think that's the best thing about them. I think that's yep. so great. And sometimes I have, sometimes they're the best thing. And sometimes I won't say they're the worst things. I don't mean that, but I think that is, um, they would be better served on a solo album where it kind of like, well, not even that. I think it, it disrupts the flow of yeah. a BNL album. I think is a better way to put it. Like it's not, yeah. it's not that the song is bad, but it just makes you, it pulls you out of what's happening. So like you said about the Kev songs, I think two, um, gym songs are still the highlights for me of this album. Yep. I think Agreed. not only are the gym songs great, I think they're some of his best, which is yep. saying something. And then I think three, this album, maybe I think you could say this about the last one too, but these two more so than even like fake nudes, I think it could make the album better if you cut it down to 10 songs. Yeah, agreed. Like, I I I really think there are oh, yeah. that could be a that could make the album and therefore their their I don't say reputation, but like kind of yeah. um their uh relevance a little bit yeah. better. I mean shit, who cares? You're already doing exclusives. Right. Make yeah, it down can, to 10 yeah. and give yeah. a 16 exclusive you can't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I know that like because you you said exactly what I've always thought about them and Coldplay and I think right now. They love what they're doing. They're they get to do this because they can. Mm-hmm. They've they've earned this. They've absolutely oh, yeah. earned this. Mm-hmm. But I also think like there are there's a large population of BNL fans. One, I still have this and, and I know I know that we're teetering into this into this territory. I really dislike entitled fans who yep. believe they deserve this or that. And so I'm not saying we deserve this, like we deserve this. I'm saying as a critic of the album, I think the album could have been made better. Yeah. Could have benefited from being from, from the fat being trimmed and yeah. having a more concise 40 minute album or, you know, 30 or 42 minute album or something like that. Um, and could have, and so yeah, so like they've earned the, uh, to be able to do what they want. Um, but I, I think it will maybe tar- leave a reputation of, or a legacy of, they were a band that did so great and then just slowly kind of faded into faded. relevant out of relevancy. Yeah. Whereas they could be a band because there are so many good songs on their past three or four albums who right. had a great, you know, second half of their career, just a little bit out of the spotlight. Right. You know, but anyway, there's my overview. No, I think that's very fair. I agree. I also get um, frustrated. Oh, sorry. No. I, I also think what was frustrating about, we talked about this on um the, for De Trois De Trois too, is that like love and life and one night are not so indicators mis- of the rest of the, of the album. albums. Yeah, yeah, they aren't like they're good song. I think love and life grew on me even more. I think one night is maybe a little generic, but fun. I really like that song. Yeah. And too old is the closest thing to either of those two. And then yeah. you've got 11 other songs that sound nothing like those two songs or those three songs. Yep. Same with Flip and, you know, New Disaster. Yeah. Yeah. But, this is the definitely the second, maybe the third time they've done that. You can make row. an argument for fake nudes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could push back on it a bit, but I do think that you have a strong yeah. argument if you were to make it. But let's talk about some specific songs. Let's kind of dive in a little bit. We don't have to go track by track, but any specific no. songs you want to highlight or low light or, you know, talk about discuss. Um, yeah, I, I think I said a lot of the stuff 
especially with the Kev songs. I like the music and like like that enough time. I the beginning is pretty strong for me, but the, I lose it yeah. a bit in the chorus. That's wild. I have the exact opposite opinion. Really? I think. Oh, it depends. I guess it depends on what you mean by the beginning. Do you mean the literal beginning of the track or like the verses? The beginning and the first verse. Okay. And then the chorus. Like the, once the first chorus hits, then I'm like, oh. And then I, I think the second verses or the further verses sure. are weaker. But I haven't got time. Oh no, no, I haven't got enough time. I haven't got time. Oh no, no, I haven't got enough time. I think one thing I've always had a dislike of not for Cav specifically but for any song is really abrupt song beginnings um and i don't like how this song goes right into the guitar and accordion like okay. melody yeah. like the do 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 i'm like that's just to, for me that's too abrupt they go back to it later and it works really well for me later yeah. um but once the cor- once the actual verse starts and then the the chorus from goes into the chorus I really like that part of it, but the actual yeah. literal beginning to me, I it just it's abrupt to me. I have to get past that to get to the stuff I really enjoy. Um, no, I feel you there. Um, can I say? Can I say are, you, are you moving on from that song or going to? Uh, not unless I had one more can. comment I wanted to make. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's just while we're on it. Um, this song to me does amp or um amplifies uh puts a spotlight on one of the things I think. Um, Kev does really well, better than most songwriters I know, which is take one really potentially boring topic or nuance of life and expand it. What's that? Oh yeah, well, well, and and, well, and make it really interesting. But it's a hit or miss thing that can happen. Like this idea of oh, this thing I want to do, but I don't have enough time to do it whether it's reading a book or like, oh, I'd love to genuinely yeah. talk with this more and more. And it's just like a really easy idea expanded into a song and it's very hard on your sleeve. But it's very. to me, the, the the lyrics and the topic of the song is so beautiful. But I also think there are times where he does that with other songs that it falls a little flat. I think when you're that earnest and I speak as someone who does the same, who attempts to do the same thing from a songwriting perspective, it can be really touching and meaningful and it can fall flat and i think there yeah. are maybe other songs from this album where it falls a little flat like see the yeah. tower see the tower i i was listening to it again on the way here or on my way home from work and those are the same thing I, yeah they, they are technically the same thing but i've been here for a while it feels weird to say um and i don't know it, like helicopters buzzing around your tip you were built in 1976 though you're not the tallest building in the world you're still a modern wonder for the boys and girls see the tower see the tower looking out over i had this whole thought about how it could have been so much better and like why is a weird choice to it feels like he's writing it from the tower's point of view you know sure yeah yeah but then i feel like i have the lyrics up i went on a date there so long ago and she never ever ever let me go like it could have been more relatable if it was Uh like a look into your relationship sure like if this was like a touching like 
you know, you could have done a little bit, yeah. relationship or something like that. Like those throwaway lines made me think, oh, there's something there that uh-huh. I wish you would have explored that instead of, I don't know, talking about all these other weird things about sure. the tower yeah. that I don't relate to at all. I I don't I don't yeah I know what you mean I know what you mean. And then I, think, I was like, well, this is a weird direction to take a critique is for me to just make up a new way that you could have done this song. <laughs> no, but it's a valid one, though, to be like, but <laughs> as like the central core is cool. You could have gone this yeah. way with it and like done something. this. Right. Yeah, it's very valid. Yeah, you're. it's not. Yeah, I see for me for that song lyrically, I think it falls into the same category that I was just obviously like I was just talking about with Kev's songs. Mm-hmm. But I do think for that one to me musically is where it kind of loses me where okay one again the context of the album it doesn't fit which i don't think is actually that big of a problem with this album musically um but you know he's had that that's been a thing for kev songs before we're just like oh this is different um but i think i don't like that it meanders the way that it does it's in three four and it feels very it doesn't do much with it no, it's only three and a half minutes to me. It's only three and a half minutes, but it feels a little long. It, the dynamics go up and down a little. Yeah, it just, to me, it kind of goes, it feels a little too static for yeah. me. No, I feel um, that. But, that the, but then that makes you go, these lyrics are still doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, And I felt this, the Dream Hotel... I listened to it again today for the first time in a couple of weeks and it hit a little bit better than it did the past couple of times. Mm-hmm. That one to me can be kind of hit or miss too. There's a party in the lobby. There is always a happy party. Leonardo's at the party. Did you see him there at the party? And the night is full of smoke. The sky is like um i don't know what it was are so very weird and yeah they're so kev though you know like (laughs) yeah yeah. i I like it i agree i like that one better Uh, changing gears real quick talk about different one quick um too old we didn't we didn't do a we didn't do a um fresh hot take on too old we did not Uh, do a fresh hot take on that So we talked about it enough that I thought we did. Yeah, uh, we talked about it enough. So I <laughs> musically, I really like it because it's yep. all electric, and I think that I wish this album had this a bit album more. Desperately that. needs that. Yep. Yep. It reminds me a lot of um um oh say 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 what you Another want. Another postcard. Say what, okay. Yeah, say what you want. Um, yeah. Where it's kind of like that '90s kind of alternative feel. Um, I am real mixed on the the lyrics of this song, man. <laughs> like, yep the the the, at the face value uh message or theme is feels like it's cancel culture. It feels like it's like, man, I'm too old for this shit. People are saying things and throwing rocks and blah blah blah, blah. and I feel like if you t- you have the 
because they haven't really talked much at all about what the song is about or the themes. Nope. Um, I my my feelings on it to give him the benefit of the doubt, which I think is pretty valid to give Ed, knowing yep. him and his history and everything that he stands for, um, politically and socially and stuff like that, is not that he's going. Man, people don't deserve to get in trouble for things that are shitty that they did. It's more so along the lines of like, we all did stupid things when we were in our twenties or our teens that we don't that don't define who we are, and yeah. it's a bummer that and it's bullshit that people are being called out for that thirty years later. And my personal take on that is, I agree. Why would you? need to write a song about that and because the song then just comes across as old man yelling at the sky and uh, yep i just don't i like again i'm 29 right yeah ed's in his early 50s i don't it just feels like an unnecessary song like there's a line where it says something about there's a i don't have the lyrics up. i know you do but there's the lines about like this world can be really hard for me and my children and my wife and it's like Dude, that comes to me. That comes Sticks across. Sticks and stones can be used to break my bones, but now words can end my life. Yeah, as it comes across as one of two things: one, you have not gotten in any hot water, and you're just complaining about the way the world is, for again, understandable reasons, but unnecessary to write a whole song about it. Or two, you have something you're worried about coming out. Which I don't think it's that either. But then it just goes back yeah. to me about then why write a song about can- about people being canceled? Like it yeah. just it just feels. When we first started talking about this, you had the same perspective, and I had not picked up on it. I had just gone way too old for this shit, and like rolled my eyes, and been like, "Oh my god, okay, this yeah. is where we're at." Right. Um, and we talked about this, and yeah, we talked about like, okay, yes, it's odd. I feel like I really want to give Ed the benefit of the doubt because, uh-huh. yeah, some of these very much just look like, oh, cancel culture's bullshit when you read it at first yeah. glance. But, you know, I, I do think you're right. It could be from the best intentions, from the not that vain, uh-huh. but still it's, it is sometimes hard to separate and sometimes hard to see where he's coming from with i it. agree yes yes it is <laughs> when i think like and i will say this too like i i you know very very aware that he and us are at very different stages of life mm-hmm. and it's probably a lot different to see to be at that point seeing people you know who you feel are, you know, who knows? My point is yeah. the perspectives are different. I'm not saying that we are inherently right because of our age and perspective. I'm just saying that it feels like, to, like the bottom line to me is that it just feels unnecessary. It feels yeah. like one of those things where it's like, that's a thought that a perspective you have that's 1000% valid, but still feels like you don't need to write a song about that. Like I feel yeah, you have 13 strong, others already. Yeah, right. Like, I feel strongly that, like, uh, people of certain demographics, because I don't even want to say age, but, like, people in certain de- – or, or certain political groups. I don't even want to say, like, conservatives or liberals. People in certain demographics too often uh, share news without fact-checking, right? Yep. I'm oh, not yeah. going to write a song about that because that just feels like a <laughs> pointless song to write. So. Yep. 
I love the music of Too Old. I just think it's a it didn't it's unnecessary. Yeah, lyrically. Um, but I also think to kind of go macro and then micro again, like this album seems to be a lot about aging and anxieties about that relationally with your kids, with your friends. And so like, that's why I said the perspective thing, like he's at a very different place in life than we are and different songwriters deal with that differently. Matt Berninger in the national writes about that in a way that is to me in my current place in life, a lot more relatable. Matt and Ed are probably in their, within a couple of years of each other, early fifties, yeah. um, more relatable than how Ed sings about stuff. Whereas the way that Ed sings about stuff at 29, 30, 31 is far more relatable to me now than any other person that I can think of who is writing at that age. Yeah. So who knows, you know, um, well, what other songs do you want to, uh, pick up on quick? Um, you talked about 50 for a while, the country. Yeah. We don't need to though. I think it's I I feel the opposite way about as I like the lyrics a lot more than the music. Yes, I I would a hundred percent agree with you there. I, I waning moon almost has like a little bit of a country twang to it, and I did not anticipate the next one going further into it's, that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like to me, fifty for a while is the rollout of this album, where they just leaned into a certain genre. Yeah. Um, last time it was top 50 hits and this time it was just straight up country but the problem to me about the music of 50 for a while is that it is like i would describe it as like parody country like it's the kind of country that i go like there aren't real country songs that sound like this this is what a country song sounds like when you go to disney world you know like yeah. And so it's the first like, the first musical note. You're like, "Whoa, is this country?" And then right. you're like, "Oh, it's not." Really right, country. right, yeah. And it's not. I I agree with you. I think the, I think, the 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 point of the song and the lyrics are really great, um. Uh, and I like that idea, but I just think it's so. It just feels like a parody. It sounds like a parody song to me. It sounds yeah. like oh, we should do a um, joke, country song not like they yeah it feels like they meant it as like a joke song not like yeah. a like an earnest real one instead about tractors it's about getting old <laughs> and so it's hard for me to like i like i like the the chorus here is i can't expect you to know i'll protect you no matter where you truck to i'll come collect you i promise i will be wherever you need me that's a lifetime guarantee and you get all that for free under different musical circumstances, I could one billion percent tear up singing that to the twins. 
mm-hmm. like without any hesitation. The way that it is now, I can't. Like it's not yeah. bad. It's just like it just feels. I can't. Keep, it just feels like, hey, what if we did a parody, or a country song for the hell of it? Yeah. And this is what came out of that. Yeah. But go ahead. And I get like the the only other thing I have about the song uh-huh. is lyrically, I really like it up until a point. I feel like it's very sweet. I love it. It's like very clear to me what it is, and then it hits a verse where I'm like, oh, is this about the same thing anymore? Yep. Now you're just complaining about the world again. Yep. Like. <laughs> Yep. And I will say, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I do think it does have one Ed Robertsonism that I will do. I love these little ones that I I, I like like the lines. They just don't fit with the first half of the song. No, I agree. I I know. And I know what you're talking about is like, well, the one nation indivisible is two nations. Like it's a little political, but there's a very BNL goofy Ed Edism here. That is like the whole little, this is why I've always loved you. It's like when you're divorced and this is not, this is genuinely not a real experience. But it's like when you're divorced and then they that person does one of those things that you love. You're like, oh, that's why I fell in love with you. Um, is when he says, we're never we're never going to change the way we think if every argument's a slam dink. Like that to <laughs> me is such an edism. And I, I love it so much. Yep. Um, but yeah. Can't no, put to, the genie back. Oh, but and oh, I've tried. I like that one a lot. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that too. But like, again, there's 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 edisms all around. There's classic edisms that I really like. But I not to keep saying this broken record, but like. I I cannot get past how much this just sounds like a AI generated country country song. I think yeah. they could have done this song without the country twinge. And I don't even mean like change the tempo or change the instrumentation from the four of them, but I mean like take out the country stuff and play it like Canada Dry. Like yeah. more like up tempo, but like yeah. play it with your acoustic guitar, upright bass accordion yep. or keys or electric guitar and drums Whatever and it would have been, fucking great. It yeah. been great yeah. yeah you get you three play this and kev here are 50 instruments <laughs> you pick three off the wall <laughs> and you play the song i think it could be beautiful um and i so so yeah i i, I just i cannot get past how this just sounds like um it's i, I will say it's to me it, this is this is an insult and so I understand that for coming from the person who says they're trying to be uplifting rollout is damn near unlistenable to me. <laughs> it yep. makes, it makes a uh, passcode sound like, uh, like fucking, you know, uh, come together. <laughs> and this to me is not nearly that bad, but it feels like that yeah. space on the album of like, here's a yeah. fun, nifty new thing. We're going to try. Um, <laughs> Uh, so you you hit on waning moon a couple of times, and yeah. I will I also agree that to me that is a highlight of the album. I think that's a really good song. Um, I think that it's also one of the main sufferers of they've done this better before, mm-hmm. and I also I think even within this album you've got just wait or sorry you've got um, waning moon, but I'd also say you've got clearly lost, and um, I feel like there's one more. I think that one a little bit, yes, yes, yeah. um, especially the verses. Uh, they all have a very similar structure of the verses, which is kind of like either four phrases. Yeah, I guess so. I think I, I think I was thinking of those three because less. of the, the quiet, the quietness. Yeah. But I think you know because it's kind of like this this four part verse structure of like you know da 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 do 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 do. Do 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 like it's four distinct things, or it's like A A A A B B B B 
C C C C C C C C C C like it's one part, one part, two parts. But yeah. it's this very similar structure, and I feel like even on this album and the Trois de Foix, it's something that Ed's fallen into is this very comfortable structure of, of verses. Um, and one that makes it sound I, I, I've said this a bunch but I feel like it's how it feels well trodden and two it makes it feel like oh they've done this better I think Waning Moon's one of the best one of the maybe better examples of it but I listen to it and I go I feel like I've heard this before and it makes it hard to come back to yeah no agreed um, I, I think like clearly lost I feel the same way where I like I genuinely think like across the board both lyrically message wise and musically it's yep. a really good song, but I after I listen to it, I it's hard for me to remember what it sounds like distinctively because there's six other songs of the, from the past ten years that it sounds like, you know. Yeah, um, no, agreed. I um uh, the last two, another positive note. I like. I am asking you to in the Peace Lady. Hundred percent. That's a good ending Love to them. the album. Yep. I think it's hard to get to sometimes. Yes. Um, and I am asking you to may sound better because of where it is. Sure. Because it's so sure. refreshing to get to that. Like, I, I don't know. It's a change of pace and it yeah. feels, I don't know. But I like those two at the end. Peace Lady sounds like common sense to me in the best way. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, I love those piano tones. Yep. Um, but yeah. I No, I, I completely agree. Um. I, I, that was something that I was going to bring up is that I think those two are really great at the end. Um, I, I also agree and disagree with that. I think they feel great as palate cleansers at the end. Not palate cleansers, but I feel like they're great placed there. I'm yeah. also annoyed that they're placed there because people aren't going to get there, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so well, that's, that's what we normally say, and I was thinking the same thing and then thought, well, I wonder if I like it more because it's been such a slog to get to it and i'm like oh this is oh there's nice. something nice here there's something refreshing here yeah, yeah. you know uh, yeah that's a fair point yeah like um, if clearly lost and i am asking you to reverse would i feel the same way about clearly lost <laughs> right freaking right. about am i am i i am asking you to um let me see what else i got here on this um i know we, we mentioned this but i think jim's songs are great oh, i yeah. think um just wait is a fucking banger yesterday morning Um, yep. And I also, honestly, I really do so think, refreshing um, I think Wake Up is really, really good, too. I, I think that's a, it's, it's softer, obviously, you know, a little yeah. more pulled back, but I think it's really pretty. Um, he has really grown into something the last couple albums. And it's, yes, it is. And, and, but I also think it's the, it's the definition of what we've been talking about. It's the definition of restraint yeah. of, um, you know, being able to say, you know. I, or maybe it's just because he's not as prolific, but like, hey, here are my two songs. Hey, here are my two songs. Hey, here are my two songs. And they're yeah. all great, you know. Um, so do you think, here's a question for you. Sure. 
one of the things we've talked about a lot in the last the post breakup albums is uh-huh. how great it is that we are hearing more from Kev and Jim, how we like a lot of their songs and hearing more of that. Yeah. Versus not nearly as much pre-breakup. Do you think their albums as a whole have suffered from that for that? Because especially in this one, it feels like three distinct styles here so the three and a mix um, of that does not work as well together i think it is the fact i no i don't think that's the problem i think it's that the entirety of the projects have been bloated so while we've been talking here so i'm doing this kind of half paying attention this part but yeah i took the album and brought it onto 10 songs um just to see like gut reaction while i was doing it and What it ended with was, for me, gut reaction, six Ed, two Kev, two Jim. So I don't think it's necessarily that it was too much or that it was that, oh, now that they're flourishing more, that's the problem. I'm not saying that. Well, maybe that's not. what. Yeah, I was more asking, like, it feels this album in particular and Jim is kind of hitting his stride and like has a similar style the last couple albums. Uh Uh-huh. So does it feel more like they're coming to an album, they each have their own songs in very different styles, mm-hmm. and then they're making a mix that doesn't fit well together? I, I do think that they as a band, um, yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I think that they as a band have a problem of, hey, what are we all going to bring to the... I actually, I think I've said... I, 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 I do think it's something that I've said about their... Um, if I remember correctly that I've said about their past projects for a few albums now that there's very little thematic cohesion to anything they're doing. Yeah. Like, frankly, I feel like this could be the first time you make an argument for that in years about just growing old and feeling weird about that. Um, but even that's pretty yeah. loose. I feel right. like it really is like, I don't know how much, how far they go apart and come back together, but it feels like here are the songs that I as Ed and bringing to the table that I want to record. Here are my yeah. songs as Jim. Here are my songs as Kev. Yeah. And I don't know how much, I wonder how much they go, you know, Kev, I don't really want to, I don't think that's going to fit on this album. Yeah. Like how much, how much like conversation right. there is around that and pushback or how much writing together. I think there's very little writing together in terms of the yeah. lyrics and stuff or the, or the skeletons. That would be my guess. I think it's more like, okay, here's the song. Here's the songs that I as Kev, from my yeah. arsenal of billion songs I've written, here are the three <laughs> that I want to do for this next album for Bare Naked yeah. Ladies. And right. my guess, based off of very little, of course, I say that you know, knowing that we don't know anything, is the band goes great. Let's figure out our parts, and that's the part where they write together. But mm-hmm. I would be interested to hear how many times they collectively go. Honestly, I think this one's going to fit better than those two. I don't think these two should be on this album. Like, yeah. You know, but that's just my, that's me. What do you think? I mean, how I do you feel, feel like about the I question agree. you. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree yeah. with what you said because that's where I was coming. I don't know. It just right. occurred. Yeah. That, yeah, all of these have different styles. And I don't know. Maybe that is the albums are suffering for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I think I'm still glad to get it. I don't know. I think. I think this is the first time in my life that I have felt genuinely that like if we got less songs on an album, 
I think I would feel better about it. And I say that mm-hmm. knowing now, like, you know, hindsight's 2020. I'm sure <laughs> if we got a 10 song album, I'd go. Um, if if <laughs> if we <laughs> if we got a 10 song album, I'd go, oh man, I can't believe we only got 10 songs. Like I I'm sure yeah. I'd be thinking that. But when I'm looking at these 14 songs versus the 10 track playlist I just made, I go, I think that's a better album. Like I would walk away going, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but you know, here we are. So, well, um, oh yeah. Last song that I wanted to talk, to talk about quick or last one I want to make sure I yeah. talked about, um, is what do we need? It's a little harder now than it was when I was half my age. Just blow off the dust, reset the gauge. We're still making headlines even if they aren't front page. What do we need? Not a lot. I'm pretty sure that we could get by with half as much as we got. Where will we be after the spotlight fades? We're gonna have to learn to live in the slow lane. Because that has been, like I said, kind of a... I don't think they released it as a single, but like the album came out and then they did a video for it and they've been pushing it a little bit. And I really just don't care for that song. And not... It's not because the perspective, you know, like I said, Ed's been, a lot of Ed's songs on this album are about um, getting older, that perspective, holding on to what's close and important, you know. Um, cancel but culture. I think, cancel culture. <laughs> um, but I, I think this is the second time in a couple albums that he's specifically written about his perspective on fame or mm-hmm. touring or the rock life. And to me that is the most uninteresting thing you can write about because it is the most unrelatable thing you can write about and Good it's life, been done by them plenty of times it absolutely has in far more interesting ways their last album had good and had the good life and i think one that's a better song but even then i struggled to fall right. fully in love with it because that whole song is about here's where we were and now we got here and we made so much money off of one week but then we did right. Big Bang Theory, and but we're still having a good time because it's about friendship. And that was the one thing I could take away was like, oh, it's about, you know, yeah, it's about their journey, but it's about, you know, being together and being friends and, and like life being good. And of course, what do we need is also about like, okay, we're getting older, but it's about like, what's the most important stuff? But right. it's still from the perspective of a touring musician who's had a good life and is at this point and that to me personally as a 29 i mean really it should most people probably it's just kind of uninteresting yeah so i'm i'm, I'm always kind of i'm a little disappointed when um you know yeah go to bed on a bus the opening lyrics go to bed on a bus wake up backstage it's a little harder now than it was when i was half my age um just blow off the dust reset the gauge we're still making headlines even if they aren't front page same bro you know like yeah <laughs> like that kind of when stuff it ends the same we're gonna have to learn to live love the slow lane like yeah i guess we're just gonna have to get over it right yeah right i'm pretty sure that we could get by on half as much as we got i bet you you could i i'm willing to make that bet with you get sir. by uh yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah pretty sure and so and, and i'm glad that he says in verse two you gotta be good work hard and have a hundred lucky breaks like 
he's yeah. not arrogant he's about it by right. he's very yeah exactly he he's very like um aware of his i Which, i don't mean this yeah. from a, like a pc way but like uh very aware of his privilege and he's not the kind of guy like i worked hard to get here and that's the only reason i'm here right. but uh i just i just I, I i said it a bunch i just find it uninteresting to be singing about how hard it is to be a rock musician or how yeah. you know Am I going to be able to make it with this list when I'm not making the main headlines? Am I going to be able to? And I'm just go like, yeah, dude, you are. No, I'm with you. I don't. I don't think anything really catches me there lyrically all that much. Um, yeah. I, the only comment I had was that musically, I think it's a nice change of pace in the album. I disagree, but I'm glad I, that you think so. <laughs> it was I just the like, only thing I could come up with. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think. I, I, well, I I, let me let me restrain restrange that. <laughs> Um, rephrase that i think in the context of that point in the album yes. you're absolutely right right i think from then on out oh it th- is yeah. yeah yeah for sure that that is the way i was saying it yeah because when i got to that song i was like oh this is a nice change of pace yes um, and then from there on, then you go, oh no this again. is it yeah <laughs> exactly that's <the> best <laughs> um uh so so anyway um let's uh let's kind of I'm, I'm interested to kind of play a guessing game a little bit with you um it's going to be pretty difficult because we didn't really go track by track but um yeah do you want to guess first or you want me to guess first um let me oh. lock in my least favorite yeah. quick do you want I me don't... to quickly do you have any interest and you can say no and be honest with it um interest in the uh 10 track uh album that i put together yeah you can or do you want to lock in yeah. first um Let's do that first because you're already I'll in that headspace. Let's lock, lock in first. In. Yeah. I'll lock in. Okay. I'm too. good. I it's pretty loose lock in. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. <laughs> um Yeah, okay. I'll loose lock in there. Okay. I'll guess for uh, I'll guess for you first then, I suppose. I think your least favorite is See the Tower and your favorite is Waning Moon. No, your favorite is just wait. Favorite two. Seriously? Okay, yeah. I think this this should actually count. So I got. <laughs> nope, um, not writing no. it down. Yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. We're not guessing on radical face either. Uh, well, we, yeah, we our chances would be pretty good if we're at least getting a point though. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go just way as your favorite as well, uh, and fifty for a while is your least. See, we should get points because this is zero for two. Oh, I would say. Get a point. <laughs> I uh, would say that. Oh, do you want to? Oh. No. Okay. No, I, I, I would say that um, what do we need is my least favorite. And I honestly, ah, I almost said I that um, uh, I am asking you to is my favorite, which we didn't really touch on, but I'm actually going to say that love and life is still my favorite. Um, really? That's I, cool. I still think like it's cheesy as all get out, you know, Yeah. but I think it is just a, I love the, it's very Ted lasso to me. Yeah. I love that energy yeah. and that optimism. And I think, and I and to, it's a very and to, good lead-in single. For it is. It is. I, it's just really yeah. fun. And I think once I got over the, I think I said it just sounds like a dad making puns. I think you know I said the like very dadism, but I like yeah. that about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and to to balance that energy out, I think what do we need just really annoys me. It makes me be like, <laughs> dude, this is not really, you know. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh. But yeah, I forgot to go back to I am asking you too. I love the chorus of that song. I think that that course, the I, I, I'm asking you to, or however it ends. I think that's one of the highlights of the entire album to me. I think it's beautiful. 
Um, but I also, yeah, I think uh, completely agree. Yeah, I think just wait is a close second, or I guess third up there um, yeah. as well. So I think those those three to me are probably the highlights. Um, but uh, yeah, so I so I real quickly just track. yeah, I I really quickly just kind of put it together, and I I kept um, love and life in one night as the as the one two punch in the beginning. Yeah. I think that's great. And then I went right into just wait. Um, cool. I think that really keeps a cool energy coming. And then I went from just wait into the dream hotel because I think that's an interesting, oh. weird little energy thing there. Yeah. And it gets Kev up there a little bit in the rankings. So then I went from um, dream hotel into waning moon. Okay. Waning moon into 50 for a while. Uh, okay. 50 for a while into too old too old and to wake up and then i'm asking you to in the peace lady so so clearly I cut, lost yes clearly lost um what do we need enough time and uh, what else gets cut one of kev's or what do, we, hold on, what do we need see the tower see the tower yeah so i no, think two, two kev's got cut um which is enough time which i liked so basically what yeah. i tried to do in my head was cut down on the samesy songs i think yeah. clearly lost is a song that i really like but it's a lot like waning moon and right. and a little bit like i'm asking you to but i think it's better i think um musically i think what do we need or sorry um what do we well yeah no what do we need and um uh what's kev's song up front again Jeez, i literally just said enough that. time enough time are pretty similar in that yeah. kind of acoustic thing um, and I think that kind of disrupts it. So I, you know, it's a little varied still musically, but I think it keeps a pace really good still. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's the best way or perfect way to do it, but I think that no. to me is a more interesting album than um the yeah. the fluffy one that we got. No, now. I so, agree. Um okay, let me delete that playlist now. Okay, well, hey, let's get let's get wrapping up here. Um oh I didn't I just downloaded it instead of deleted it. Whoopsie dipsy. Um let's remove the download. So um, I think our plan moving forward now is to get back on track with Radical Face, which really is only one more episode. Um, yep. Of course, we'll do the re- oh wow, geez, oh Pete, sorry. We'll do the rest of the books as they come out. Um, we're gonna continue that track, but um, for the next immediate ones until those come out, we're gonna do for the rest of this year. We'll do that uh, ep on the um, kind of compilations on the rarities, and rarities. It's more of EPs this time, but. And then we'll do kind of just a normal holiday extravaganza. Um, yeah, we kind of already did the the. We may not have any holiday but, songs, but we'll right. actually do our albums this year. Yeah, I think what we had talked about, if I remember, is that we'll do our top albums for the year, like we've normally done. But yeah. then maybe we'll do we'll both talk about like our favorite holiday album or albums. Like, oh, yeah, that's fair. like yes, uh, I we thought did, we had mentioned we that, point, that. But some, yes. you know, like, hey, here's one of my favorites to put on, sort of a deal. So, um, so, but before we do that, let's get to our what are we calling them right now? Our cellar door secrets. Our cellar door secrets. And you just smile. It's a come and show me how it's done. So it's been uh, a minute. Yeah, but we keep every time I say that I want to go here spin. Um so Oh wow. Here's been a while. Uh, I have I'm I'm not coming into this with a bunch of things in mind, but it's been long enough where do you have like a couple things you want to share? Just one? Like I don't want to. It's been long. Just enough where one. I, wanna, I yeah. Okay. You said I a lot of our fresh hot takes we don't you, do a wreck. 
yeah and but so this is I a didn't have anything prior, and this is a comeback as long so i think it's very fair but you said that and i was like oh crap i don't have one so i came up with one um you'd think you'd have a lot when it's been so long but right but also we didn't prep for it like you didn't prep for it i guess you're like i don't know there's been a lot of stuff that's good but uh what's worth recommending to the world exactly uh what am i gonna stake my name on um and i am going to wreck javelin by sufyan stevens Um, so i'm assuming you've listened to it more than because last i we were texting about it you were like I said I think it was just something. Oh, I haven't listened to it too much yet. But yeah, I, really I haven't listened it. to it all that much. You gave it to me the other day, to download, um, and I had not listened to it all that much. I think I went one through once through when it came out. It is all I've listened to the last couple of weeks. Really? Shit yeah, talk man. just on repeat. It is so. Shit I love talk's it. Great. Yeah, it's beautiful. That album is beautiful. Like you, like we had talked about over text, yeah. and a lot of people have said this, like finding out about his partner was so tragic mm. when oh the album God. came out yeah. and it, you know add such a layer to all the tracks of course and um it's just beautiful yeah yeah it's there's something album. about i haven't flown in quite a while um but there's you something about two fucking days ago dude i know this is the first time in a while okay um but i don't know like i have a lot of memories from my time in germany of like flying over and listening to an album that put me in a mood for whatever trip sure. that I was going on. Sure. Uh, so I have a lot of like train and bus and plane memories of just like listening to the tallest oh, man I or see Fleet Foxes, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and just kind of looking out the window. And that is what this album became to me this week, last week while I was on now. the plane. And yeah. I, I don't know. There's something about that mechanism of listening that, I don't know, forces you to listen a little bit closer and you're kind of just in a weird, yeah. like, oh my God, I'm just waiting to get there. And uh, you've got nothing else kind of happening got, in that moment. Yeah, yeah. That it, it makes you, it makes me listen to music in a slightly different way. And when it's happened, I feel like I've just focused, I've locked into one album mm-hmm. and I did, yeah, that's what happened with this one. I love it. Beautiful. It, yeah. I mean, can't agree more. It's beautiful. It's an amazing album. Um, it's funny because I, you know, the the twins. Uh, I I want to stop. I've I've said I want to start calling them my guys, like instead of just the boys or the twins. My guys, my guys. Um, they're obsessed with vinyl. They love always having a record on during meals and stuff like that. And which is awesome. uh, It's super cool. And but I've I've gone through a phase recently of getting a lot in the mail. Just one of those periods of like a lot of pre-orders are coming to fruition. And uh, javelin was one of them. So it's been on a couple of times and. They've liked it a little, you know, they, they like it when it's on, but it it's one of those albums where I really wanted to take it all in and you can't do that at breakfast with toddlers. Right. So um, uh, I didn't really, like you said, get to ingest it until I started listening to it myself, like in the car. You know, even with, with CJ on, it's hard to like have a conversation and take yes. Sufjan in. Yeah. So like you said, a plane is like the perfect. So for me, it's been in the car when I've been driving solo and I'm just like, Oh, this is heartbreaking. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I've seen some comments talk about how Sufjan's one of those rare artists who can communicate so much beauty within, within so much pain. And yeah. it's it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Javelin's a great album. It's it's super, super good. Um, um, so I'm going to go um, with an artist and then a specific album. But I'm going to go with the artist um, Adim, the artist. Um, what artist a deem um 
so Deem the Artist is a uh I, I you know I guess you could kind of say a country artist. Um Americana, yeah. I think is maybe a better word. They are a Southern Christian queer country Americana songwriter, which is a lo- very loaded uh, uh mm-hmm. kind of thing to carry with you. Um, but I saw them open for the Mountain Goats a few months ago, back in like March or April. And then I just opened for them in Detroit a few weeks ago, um, which was Very really, cool. I mean, so, so cool um, to get to play before them, you know, uh, and play with this other act called My Politic, who were just so friendly and nice. Um, but to get to, you know, open for a deem and then, you know, get to meet them and then hang out. It was a really, really cool experience. But one of the things I love about a deem um, is, well, there's a lot of things, but their music is amazing. Um, but they're, they're so uh, again earnest with their politics and their and their faith, and mm-hmm. they they come at those things from such um, unique perspectives and songwriting uh, angles. Where, I mean, again, Southern Christian Very queer, so. yeah, uh, those three things in and of itself, literally, you know, born and raised in the South where everything was very deep Republican, anti LGBTQ and very conservative politics to come out completely different of that and have that perspective. It's very interesting. Um, And also very, uh, I don't know if motivational is the right word, but like um, uh, empowering. Yeah. Motivational is a good word too, but um, very great political music, but also very uh, emotional music to hear some of the stories and perspectives from somebody um, who came out um, like this from that community in that angle. So right. not that angle, but you know what I mean? That, com- you know, um, yeah. environment is the word I was looking for. So yes, um, I would listen to a deem the artist and anything that they put out, but um, specifically their album from last year called white trash revel revelry is um, fantastic. That's kind of the one they've been touring. Um, Heritage of arrogance is an amazing song, but so are the quieter songs like, um, uh, for Judas is just uh great, and then of course they have the um for heaven and or going to heaven and going to hell going back to, to hell. back. Yeah, <laughs> you really want to go to heaven, but no, but yeah, I think I, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the sing along and then the <laughs> okay. Um, but but yeah, I think Adim's music. I think Adim is a very um very unique and very important songwriter in the uh in the Americana country community right now, and um is going to be is going to be real hot real soon so um yeah i had never heard of them before um but since your show have been listening quite a bit more and uh found a lot of stuff that i really enjoy yeah and it's cool because it's genuinely musically it's genuinely country americana americana Mm -hmm. like straight up and then you listen to the lyrics and it's like shitting on the kkk and talking about you know the, the lead single on on or not the lead single the opening track on one of the albums is called I never came out and the name of that album is called cast iron pansexual. And you're like, this music feels so good, but these lyrics don't fit how I'm feeling. <laughs> it's like, how, you know. Um, and then of yeah. course there's the, um, I wish you would have been a cowboy, which is the uh, Toby Keith, this track, which is just amazing. It's incredible. Um, That's the first one that I yeah. like, I didn't know what to expect that much. Yeah. And was just hitting shuffle and came to that one and was like, Oh shit. He's really hitting hard <laughs> on Toby Keith. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> I think my 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 favorite song by Adim is is called Fervent for the Hunger and it's an acoustic song on that album but they re-released it um this year as a full band version called Fervent for the Hunger and it's that's the I mean I can listen to that song and the boys even asked for oh that's what I was going to share the story but um 
So Fervent from the Hunger is the one that the boys will ask for. They'll go play a deem, play a deem, and I'll go okay. And I'll put some song on one of their new song, yeah. one of their new songs, and they'll go both either both Nash or here they'll go play Fervent for the Hunger, and I'm like, you got it, guys, and I'll put that on. <laughs> but and I told the deem this at the That's show. So cool. Um, I was prepping them, and uh, I was like, I'm you know, Daddy's playing a concert because they love you know they went to the release show. They love you know music and the songs. Mm-hmm. Bleachers is their band right now. I think we've talked about that. Bleachers. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, let me let me plug what they want me to plug. Um, the new Bleacher single, Modern Girl, or as they like to call it, the Tomato Song. I've heard that song more than genuinely any song in the world from the past five years. I have listened to Modern Girl so many times, and I love Bleachers in that it's song. And I'm not sick of incredible. it yet. It's a beautiful. It's amazing. It's so much fun. Yeah. But I have not listened to a song that many times in my entire life, at least in the past <laughs> five six years. Um. But so I would, you know, I'd be, I'd, we'd play a deem, I'd play for the hunger or uh, one of their records. And I'd go, you know, I, I, I like, daddy's going to play a concert with them in a few weeks. We're going to play on stage. I'm going to play. And then the team's going to play. And so I got to the point where, um, I would, and I told the dean this, that I'd go, we'd get in the car. That's where they always want to listen to music and listen to the car. Yeah. And they go, uh, play songs now. I'd be able to play songs now. Cause whenever I said, I tell them we can't play songs until we got out of the driveway We play songs now. I go, yeah, I want to put on daddy's music because we, you know, they love my EP and they, and they go, no, a deems. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck you guys. I didn't say that part. What did they say to that? Well, oh, they, they laughed. They were just like, oh, that's, that's really sweet. I said, yeah, it's annoying too. <laughs> um, but, uh, but also um, it was, what was really fun was when, when after the show, you know, we got a couple of videos of a deem playing CJ did. And then, you know, me playing, of course. And so uh, I uh, had a pic, a deem and I got a picture at the end. I got a picture of the team at the end and yeah. um, I was, so I, but the, the, so I showed a picture of me on stage. Said, Who's that? I said, they're like, daddy. I said, yeah, I have my concert. And they're like, Oh, cool. And then I said, who's that? And I played a video of a team and they're like, that's a team. I was like, yeah. And then I go, who's that? And they go, oh, daddy and a team. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it, my favorite part is that they, they keep, they always call him our friend, a team, which is how our he refers to himself on stuff. But I, they go, that's our friend, a team. And I was like, it is our friend, a team. So, um, Anyway, long recommendation, That's but cool. um, a one of those people where the music is amazing. And they're also a, a um, very, very kind soul um, behind the scenes, which it's very cool to get those opportunities to kind of get to do that. So, well, we're back. That's what's we important. Y'all. We're back with another two hour podcast of about 20 minutes a of relevant content. Fresh hot take. <laughs> yeah. Fresh hot take. <laughs> that's all. That's all we had to say this time. <sighs> well, any other pieces of info you want to share that you're thinking that you got? I don't think so. I think I'm we've taken enough of their yawning. time. <laughs> think anyone made it to the end? I hope so. <laughs> hey, mom. Hi. It's not your mom. She doesn't listen. I know. I wasn't saying hi to her. No, I know. I was just reminding you that your mom doesn't <laughs> listen. Mine, mine does. <laughs> We're gonna we're back at it. We're here. We're gonna finish out the year. We're gonna regroup, figure out what's gonna happen for 2024. Um, but we're here. We will try here. and be a little more consistent. We'll try. We're not gonna make any promises, but no, that's we're why definitely not making any promises. But we will try. <laughs> Let's see what happens. No, no worries. Yeah. But again, hey, if you guys, you know, like I said, it's November first. If you're free, November second, um, King Inks playing at the Come Pyramid the Scheme. Yeah. Um, doors are at seven. Show starts at eight. Um, and be there, be, be square. Show. And frankly, if I come back, um to the next episode and no one showed up gonna have a problem and uh todd if you're listening nick is going to send you uh he's gonna find yes. a download of the episode to send you wow 
he's going no he he is don't worry um he's going to send you a ten dollar <laughs> amazon gift card um he will as, as an you, apology as an apology from him um if you send him your address he will send you a christmas gift um you just send him two or three topics kind of like a white elephant or not white elephant like a um secret santa sort of thing and he'll send you a gift um he'll wrap it for you i'll wrap it for you i'll do that part um and then you know just That's tell us of you <laughs> i'm pretty good at wrapping actually um and then you know also just tell us you know like your favorite movie uh and nick will find a piece of memorabilia on ebay um that's rare from something that. so, signed something yeah. signed yeah so you say die hard he's gonna find a bruce willis like signed script or you know like a signed piece of memorabilia Seems from the film really pricey so the, <laughs> and then uh <laughs> I, i'd say the last thing that nick will provide um because he's really sorry is a tender hug. I want. I want. Well, oh, two things. Okay, I'll give you that. He'll, he'll show up on Christmas. I'll fly to you. <laughs> uh, with with a boombox, kind of like a mix of say anything and uh, love actually, but also, um, I would say, just go on Cameo, and pick somebody, um, I, under two hundred dollars, <laughs> but send send that link to Nick on or send it to us on the Facebook, uh, Messenger, and Nick will pay for a Cameo. <laughs> Under two hundred dollars, be reasonable, Todd, <laughs> and he'll pay for a cameo for you. And it will be, it'll be like, "Hey, this is Joe Rogan," <laughs> and I just wanted to say, "On behalf no, of Nick." No, let me say, if it's Joe Rogan, everything's off. <laughs> okay, that's the one caveat. Yes, All, so we need, we need you to start by sending the cameo link because if you send Joe Rogan, all oh, of the gosh. rest of it is. <laughs> But if you said everything else, the rest of the dominoes will fall. So, um, all right. Well, there you have it. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. Thank you. And then Bob. and only then will I be atoned for my sins. And then, but, and then and only then will he send you the link to the, <laughs> the, podcast, the interview with Ben. <laughs> all of this is dependent on you sending him the link to someone you want a cameo of. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys oh, so much man. for listening. Have a great uh, time wherever you are, and we'll uh, see you next episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm literally Thanks. yawning at the end there. Look at that. Bye, uh.